someone doesn't engage you in the way that you believe they should and <laughs> yeah. he was like he's arrogant he's act like he's above everybody yeah. like, no I just don't want to argue with you about stupid shit because <laughs> 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 we really don't have time to argue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the most exciting No Boundaries podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. This guy over here is Welly. I'm still Jay every day. Bro, can I ask you a question? What? What the fuck does Kiki Palmer do? Be trash. No, no, like, like, really, what has she done since Akilah and the Bee? I mean, I think she's on Scream Queens. What is Scream Queens? No idea. I don't watch that crap. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to call it trash, but, I mean... She, she, when I see her, there's nothing to me that's like, that she doesn't seem exciting at all. Like, she seems like a very boring, typical person. Like, you just, it's not, I hate to say that, but I'm just saying, like, if I walk into the room and I see Kiki Palmer, I'm just like, uh, all right, it's Kiki Palmer. It's not that, that, that I'm, I'm, that's I'm, my take on her. I'm bashing Kiki Palmer. It's Never. just like, what are you doing lately? Nothing. You're in the news, but what are you actually doing? Beefing with people on Instagram and Twitter. I mean, being, that, being childish. That's Azalea Banks, and I still have not heard any of her music. The last thing I knew she was on was Childish Gambino's album, and she was like a background vocal that was probably as loud as a whisper. And there you have it. Remember, I mean, if, if you ask me questions like that, I'm gonna give you my opinion. That's people all. That's all. Listening, if they're that's offended by the fact that I think Kiki Palmer is a a boring looking person, I mean, she's gonna look at me and probably think the same thing, and that's fine. I just don't find her appealing at all. I would rather watch paint dry. Damn. I'm serious. And when I see her, I'm just like, what am I looking at? Honestly, like, and I like people, you know, I see people like up and big, you know, up in her, you know, giving her a props. I'm like, cool. You know, she's a, I guess she's a successful actor at some point. But at the end of the day, I mean, eventually she's just going to become your typical uh, re cliche reality TV star black lady. I mean, that's, that's pretty much all she is at this point. And like I said, all I know is, um, Scream Queens and was she in the uh, the remake of uh, what was that Grease? Didn't see it. I, you know, so so I don't know. And I'm not even gonna compare it to anybody. If I compare it to anybody, like, oh, you're leaning this way because so and so is this. I just personally think, I mean, if um, if I'm if I'm choosing between two people, more than likely I rarely ever pick Kiki Palmer just because, like I said, she is not appealing at all. I mean, but sometimes regular people succeed. That's, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping my regular ass succeed. That's cool. She 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 doing better than me, so it is what it is. But More power mentally, where she's at right now, by what I see on social media, and of course people are like, oh, you can't judge a person off social media bullshit. <laughs> what I'm seeing her portray on social media is this. To me, it's it's regular. Like you look regular. Like, and I keep telling people all the time. Like it was a point in time where celebrities actually, when you when you saw a celebrity. You looked up to them because you were like, damn, they're successful, they're untouchable, they're cool, they're that person. But literally, celebrities are like high school children now, especially the black celebrities that we see day in and day out, you know, on these social media websites. I try to ignore the negativity, but at the end of the day, you're constantly giving it to me. I'm going to look, I'm going to be objective to it because once again, I don't know these people. But at the end of the day, if that's what you're giving me, um, that's what I'm going to take. That's, that's what that's I have to take I you for. Take. Yeah. And you going back and forth with some woman about who's more relevant, who's more irrelevant. I mean, I don't know either one of y'all. And to be honest, 
y'all are B-list celebrities, you know, if you really want to be real. And B-list celebrities nowadays are Instagram celebrities, low-key. I mean, there's plenty of Instagram celebrities that got contracts now to where they're in these low-budget-ass movies. I mean... I mean, cats did blow up off of Vine. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's what they're the equivalent to. I mean... Like I said, I I don't I don't I don't hate the girl. She's probably a cool person, but if, if I saw her in the club, I saw her somewhere. She's the person I walk past, but you know more, more than likely, you know. But yeah, it is what it is, and I mean, and even think about social media. I was, I, was, I was talking to my boy today, and we were talking about how, once again, people try to look at social media and they try to like sweep it under the rug and be like, oh, it's not really me. It's not that. It's not this. But that's the same social. That's the same website you'll go to, complaining about your phone being dry. Complaining about a man not wanting you, or niggas complaining about you know what I'm saying oh you know women ain't shit vice versa. But you using that platform to discuss real topics, then all of a sudden you say it ain't real. That's not an accurate depiction of me. It come on, it doesn't make any sense. You're posting these memes, you're posting this crap, and your caption is saying. Uh, you know, just laugh out loud. Y'all be tripping, but you're posting this probably because you can relate to it. A Bro, lot of times, let me tell you. Let me tell you how much to. I hate. LOL. You'll get up there and you'll say some true shit. You'll you'll get all, but then hit and follow it. LOL. Man, I'm trying to make it in the rap game. Y'all check out y'all check out my video. You know, retweet it. LOL. What you laughing for? What you laughing and for? And we talked about this before. If LOL serious, doesn't lighten the blow. No, <laughs> no, if you're serious it about it, you, you're not LOL and nothing. Yeah, it's not lightening the blow. I mean, I'm a goofy ass dude. Sometimes I hit you with an LOL if I'm being a smart ass. You know, like if I be like, ah, your breath stink, like you know, whatever. I'm gonna put an LOL on something that I think is funny. But if I'm being one hundred percent honest about something, I'm not gonna hit you with an LOL. If I'm telling y'all to listen to the podcast, I'm not gonna put an LOL. No, nah, listen to the podcast. <laughs> no, nigga, listen to the podcast. <laughs> this is some real shit. Immediately, <laughs> listen. You need to listen immediately. I have something to say. <laughs> you know, but yeah, you know, I, social media thirst is real. It's always it's to me it's. Ten years from now, I think people are going to be looking back at the shit that's going on on social media, and they're going to eventually normalize it. I read something today that made me laugh uh, that said, this generation is so fucked up that if we had a zombie apocalypse, people will start vi- fighting for zombie rights. You know what I'm saying? That's, just, that's the type of society we live in now. You want to normalize everything. You want to make everything acceptable. And it is what it is. You want to make it acceptable? Whatever. And pedophilia will be acceptable one day. You know what I'm saying? Bestiality is going to be acceptable one day. It's only a matter of time with the type of society that we live in. We talked about that, too. You know? Right, right now, we're just talking about old shit. We already told you. Yeah, y'all. you know, just refreshing. <laughs> I remember, you know, this is just the type of shit we talk about. Society is fucking hilarious. It never ceases to amaze me, the shit I see on a day-to-day basis. That's why niggas like Greg are like, I'm not fucking with social media, though. You know more. He went on this, this yeah, whole he was rant. I'm yeah, like, he was serious. You know what I'm saying? I understand why he was serious. That's why I don't have a personal IG. That's why I don't mess with Facebook. I, I stopped messing with Facebook four years ago. I saw where Facebook was going. I saw where Facebook was going four years ago. This shit is not going anywhere positive. Only what, what, is, what is positive on social media right now? I mean, to me, the only thing that's positive on social media right now is... People out there that are trying to constantly say, send good vibes, send good vibes, positive vibes only. But even them at times tend to get a little pissed off and they'll post something from time to time. Or at times you just don't believe that this person is Ned Flanders. You're like, bro, you <laughs> I cannot know you. be I know you. all giggity giggity 
all fucking day. Like, it's not happening. You gotta be pissed off sometimes a day. Being pissed off is normal. Being mad is normal. You gotta let that out. You gotta let that shit out, bro. You gotta find a release somewhere. There's nothing wrong with crying from time to time. There's nothing wrong with wanting road rage at times. You know, don't let the road rage get you killed. Yeah, don't don't get fucked off. It is what it is. Motherfuckers get angry behind the wheel. You're not just behind the wheel all rainbows, sunshines, and unicorns. Like, it's not what's happening. Like, you're pissed off from time to time. You know, so... Yeah. What we got? What, what new shit we got? Uh, what new shit we got? Let's, put, let's talk about some new shit. R.I.P. Alan Thick. Damn. Could, could 2016 just end? Let me tell you something. This has been a rough year. See, it's funny, man. When I was growing up, and I was watching, like, Growing Pains, Webster, um, Family Ties. Like, I remember that TV era. And, like, I appreciate that TV era. I don't know, maybe because... When I saw it, I never watched it like I'm watching these rich white people, blah, blah, blah. Just kind of like when you watch Home Alone and then you look back at Home Alone and nowadays, you're like, damn, they had like a 11-room house with 100 kids. And, and then you took nine to, people to Paris. This is all up to Paris. What type of shit you were doing for a living? With, I didn't with, watch you moving? I didn't watch TV like that back then. I just enjoyed it for the corny shit that it was. And I remember... When, when I, that's why when I first heard Robin Thicke, and I was like, man, Robin Thicke, you know, and I seen him, I was like, he kind of like Alan Thicke, and now they put it together, I'm like, that's that's pretty cool that Alan Thicke, this, Alan Thicke is a very talented dude. Absolutely. If you if you search, research his background, you see the, the little hits that he wrote, the, the shit, that he was a singer himself. I was, he wrote and, a lot of those themes. Yeah, it was funny, and it's just like, I know that my generation, definitely growing up in the early 80s, would definitely appreciate that. I understand that, you know, kids that were born in the early 90s or late 90s, they don't have any idea what we're talking about. But it, 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 to me, that those were that was our TV back then. And that TV back then, to me, you never watched it looking at like, hey, well, I know black people on TV. Because you did have black people on TV. You had Amen. You had 227. You had the Jeffersons. You had black people on TV. Mm-hmm. So it was like... You wasn't really tripping. And those black people you had on TV, honestly, were more genuine than they are today on TV. And even even with one of my favorite shows was Amen growing up. My grandma used to have watched it all the time. I used to watch Amen all the time. Mm-hmm. Because it depicted moderately successful black people. Mm-hmm. You know, good times showed the struggle that oh, most yeah. of us related to. But Amen, I'm not going to say it was the first, but, but it's the one that I remember. Like, okay, you know, pastor church people, exactly. they're moderately we can successful. To that to yeah, we could relate to that. It was very relatable. You know, 227 was relatable too. It is to me. I don't know. It just felt different. Like when I when I saw them back then, I kind of I kind of would look at them and be like, uh, you know, the way they act to me, it just seemed normal. I didn't, I didn't ever look at them and just been like, man, they being kind of fake. They too bougie. You know what I'm saying? Like especially not uh Fred Sanford. Like I never looked at Fred yeah. Sanford, Lamont and them like they was bougie. Like them was some hood niggas on TV. <laughs> JJ was a hood nigga on TV. All day you don't tomorrow. Catch that a lot anymore. I mean, you're starting to catch it with shows like Insecure and Atlanta. They're starting to break through again, and you're starting to see genuine black people being black people on TV, and not that. Um, over dramatic, over dramatic, you know, poor empire. Uh, you know what I'm saying? What was this show? So, something from a deal like this shit, that, Meet the Browns, stuff like that. You know, you're not, that's not all that is on TV anymore. You have a wide, vast election. I would even say blackish tends to, you know, tread those lines. But even then, I, I look at blackish and I look at living single and I can tell the difference. 
there's a big difference between blackish and living single. Yeah. Or even blackish and um and girlfriends. You know, I just feel like girlfriends touch all types of black people perfectly. Mm-hmm. But then you know, blackish is you know from, from it's Brooklyn to successful Joan. Yeah, yeah. It was dope as fuck, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I did I did have a I was listening to some the other day and I was I was kinda of laughing in my head because, you know, these people was talking about how um they have to kind of convince people that they're approachable. You know what I'm saying? Like, they basically, they basically, well, the person was basically saying, it kind of makes me mad when people look at me and then they, you know, they're telling my friends, such and such, you know, I don't fuck with her or I don't fuck with him because they're not approachable. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that. I was like, what necessarily makes you approachable? Because I mean, I get that question a lot. Like, what makes you approachable? It's your aura. It's, it's, it's your vibe. Like, like people can look at you and sense your vibe. Look at you and sense your aura. Those facial expressions you're making, you sitting there, you got your face all on stuck, like somebody just farted and you smell it, mm-hmm. you know, and then people see who you interact with. Mm-hmm. Like, like especially women. If you if you in, in the spot and you peeping this girl and you see that, you know, a couple dudes approached her and she's just dismissive from the jump, like, honestly, guys are insecure too. Of course. And then if they see you just shooting people down Right and left, or, or, looking, even or looking like you want to shoot people down. Looking right, like right, you want right. to, shoot, looking like you can shoot somebody down. Yes, yes. And then you know, and we there with our boys, anyways. Mm-hmm. So here we go. We finna go get embarrassed. We shoot this shot too. Mm-hmm. And then, so we already see you turning people down right and left, and it's kind of like, man, nah, I'm I'm cool on her. I'm, I'm gonna let her make it. Mm-hmm. And then and then and it's not. I'm not gonna say that's the woman's fault. Of course not. Because, you know, she could be sitting there and be like, I seen that thing over there. I'm kind of waiting for him to come talk to me. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to make sure that, you know, he don't see me talking to nobody else. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm swatting people like flies. So I think it's an openness. I think it's it's, it's, it's you sitting there, like, you enjoying yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, if you sitting there just kind of on the wall, just hanging out, this big, you know, people not going to mess with you because you look like you just came to hang out by yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you're there with your boys, y'all cutting up, y'all laughing, whatever, you interacting with people, you keeping conversations with the wait staff or whoever, you look more approachable. Like, mm-hmm. this looks like somebody's out here just having a good time. I can, you know, if I bump to this person, I can talk, you know, oh, you know, they got this sports gear on, whatever, you know, you can make this conversation. But, like, you can feel that vibe. You can feel that aura. Definitely. And, and basically, that's kind of why I asked you this question, because I knew you was going to give me an answer. You basically just provided people with the advice they need in order to be approachable. Because anybody can be approachable. I'm good at giving the game away. Oh, that's that's what's up, man. I mean, I feel like all I need to say is, if you're, you're, if you're tense, uptight, and you're not enjoying yourself, you're automatically not looking approachable. That's just automatic. Now, that's just one way. The other way is, when you said something about insecurity, you have to understand something. If you are a dime piece, you are a beautiful person, you're an attractive person, and you kind of know you are, it's a good chance you're carrying yourself a certain way when you go into a public setting. So with that being said, if you are that person that fits that mold, then you're probably just automatically unapproachable because, fuck, you look like Kim Kardashian. You look like Halle Berry. And I'm just I mean, not going to talk to you. We're not talking to you. We're freaking terrified. And I, the and younger I, men And are, I know I'm the ugly man in my group, too. I'm not coming over there. The younger men... I would say between 21, 26, 27, that still haven't crossed that line of, I wouldn't say maturity, but I would say giving a fuck. Because once you get in like 33, 34, you care less about getting dissed. Because like I tell niggas all the time, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So if you get out there, wrinkled shirt, uh, baggy jeans, old school Air Force Ones and you shooting your shot 
You never know. One of those females may be digging you because they may not be looking at your clothes. They may be seeing your aura. They may be seeing that you're a real nigga and you you bought something. And they might just want to fuck with you. And even at that, if you come correct, key, come correct, True. the worst she going to do is tell you no. That's it. What is no going to do to me? My my ego is in check. I honestly feel like, it took a while, but I honestly feel like my ego is in check enough to where if a girl says, oh, nah, nigga, nah, bro, you need to move around. I'm good with that. I mean, I'm... Because you, you've had to tell that to women before. You Honestly, honestly, like you said, I mean, women aren't, aren't afraid to approach you anymore. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't mean, happen to me all the time, but it can happen from time to time. And if I'm not interested, a female will know either after getting my phone number or after getting a wrong number. You know, it, she knows. And, and she and has you, to deal with it. And you can get these subtle hints. Say, excuse me, miss, you mind if I buy you and your girls a drink? No, we good. We appreciate it, though. All right, you know, that's cool. That's it. Walk away. Walk away. And if you Man, don't, that, that, that bitch over there tripping. Whoa. Yeah, if why, you don't why, like me, that shit lame. Why, why she, I haven't cause, seen cause that. She, she, just, she just don't, you're not feeling you. I've seen that on TV more than anything. Like, I've seen it on TV more than anything, and I saw that when I was, like, in my early 20s a lot. But as I I've gotten older, I haven't seen niggas be like, let me buy you a drink, little mama. Oh, no, nah, I'm good. Damn, bitch, why you tripping? I don't see that shit no more. But I just don't. When, like, in my younger 20s, when me and, when me and Ed would be on, on the town every Friday and Saturday night, we would always see girls dancing with girls, partying with girls. Of course. That's cool. Have a good time with your girls. But then, on the way out, you know, we we, we parking lot pimping at that point. Man, there wasn't no guys in there. It wasn't no... You danced with your girls the whole time. Oh, man. Yeah, that's funny. That's just like that, that one. That's that like one. that's like guys in here. We said that we just rapping the words to every song, but we not interacting with the women, and then we come out, man, them hoes stuck up. Yeah, that's just you was You was up putting on a rap concert. Yeah, you really you, was. You, really you was. were trying. Yeah. But that... Speaking of rap concerts, you know, for my birthday, I'm going to do a little karaoke joint. Y'all, you know, if y'all cool with me, then fool with me. If not, you know what to do with me. But um, back to what you were saying. Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, if you wasn't in there putting on a rap concert and you enjoyed yourself, I hope you don't come out there talking about them hoes who weren't talking about anything. Yeah. Like, that's just ridiculous. And even on the People whole, are ridiculous, though. People are very ridiculous. And that's just something that you just grow to realize as you get older. And you just accept it. Like, what can you do about it? Nothing. I'm going to just let you be ridiculous. <laughs> I, I'm too worried about me to be focused on you. Yeah, exactly. You know, but it was funny that you even said something about, um, uh, like, looking at a person's face. And, you know, like, it's, to me, I, I, I kind of feel like people know they're attractive. I feel like if a girl is cute or if a girl is pretty, she knows that she is. She's was, been she's been told enough. Yeah, she's been told enough, and she's got enough she's either, compliments. She's either been told enough, or it could be the other way. Somebody probably tore her down to the point where she doesn't realize it. True, and I and I remember specifically, like I I was noticing that like a few weeks ago about how sometimes on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever you have that female that you know she is she's in love with her body, and that's cool and all and. She's gonna post pictures of her body from time to time, but you kind of know that the kind of picture she's posting is is gonna get attention from dudes. You know, obviously it's a thirst trap. Yeah. And 
I kind of look at those and I'd be like, okay, that's a provocative thirst trap. That's a little bit to me. That's that's your that's your modern age thirst trap. But then to me, you have your conservative thirst traps out there, where where it's like a girl that knows she has a cute face or a pretty face, and she knows by simply just showing her face, some dude is gonna put those hard eyes under her shit, or some dude is going to compliment her because that picture is so so solid and perfect. With the, with the flower filter on or whatever. And they just know that, you know, I'm looking cute. Like, that glow is hitting. So I'm, I'm going to post this picture. And they're they not doing it purposely, but subconsciously they know, okay, yeah, my ex nigga going to see this. And be like, yeah, he know what he missing, this pretty ass face. And I kind of feel like that's just a conservative way of doing it because that same girl might not be the same girl that's going to post a picture of her breast or her ass or her legs or anything like that because she, she has a little bit more respect for herself. So she definitely feels like, my face is pretty enough or cute enough to grab that attention, to be that thirst trap. And I, those are cool, too, yeah. but they do exist. And people don't ever they really do exist accept and they, it they, is, they do real. work. They do they work. work. Oh, yeah, I mean, they I've, work. Been, I've been that ex-nigga that's seen this. Just Damn. a pretty face. You're like, Damn. Damn. I forgot she. Oh, that girl, too. You know, my fool ass. I <laughs> exactly. And that's all it takes because the older, obviously, the social media is becoming predictable and it's a pattern. And if you see that girl that's you know, got a camera in the air. She's showing you her tits. She's showing you her ass. You're like, well, I, I'm gonna just hit the like button and move around because I know it's about to be a hundred niggas under her shit talking about damn girl. You know, like it ain't no point. And honestly, I kind of feel like thirst traps are, aren't working like they used to. Like those type of thirst traps aren't working like they used to because dudes didn't caught on. And it's it's available everywhere. There are so exactly. many people setting that same thirst trap. Exactly. And 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 once again, I mean, I, I say it all the time. It, it's it's angles. That you that you can take a picture at, and you looking on you looking online at these women, and more than likely you see them in person. They don't even be looking like that. You you'll see them online. You be like, man, you swear this chick had a Jessica Rabbit type of body. And then you see her in person. You know she kind of built like Whoopi Goldberg. And you're like, how did that happen? Bro, when you get that that picture that's always from the shoulders up. Yeah. Every time you go, you get to scroll through that three thousand pages, all of them from the shoulders up, shoulders yeah. up, shoulders up. You hiding something? You hiding something? It's, it's something that you're not a hundred percent secure about. That's cool, but I'm just saying. I mean, you, it's you're gonna find a way to get that attention that you want. Yeah. Even even if you tell me I ain't looking for no attention, you're in the car, you're taking that trap, that red light selfie, and you even see yourself. I say women are capable of doing this because they're more feminine. They come from a more feminine nature. They look at themselves in the mirror. That sunlight hits them. Their skin is glowing or whatever. Oh, I know I'm cute. I got to take this picture. Yeah. They gonna see this. He gonna see this, blah blah. It, 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 a lot of times it goes him, back to I want to him that. to see this without telling him that I want him to see. Yeah, this. and it's just, all you do, all I do is, hey, I, I'm the type of person I'm not gonna slide your DMs because that shit because it's no point. No. <laughs> it's 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 I take L's throughout the week periodically, <laughs> so that's just take, what I don't I feel take, like taking. I take many I take many L's like little L's. I take Low, real, I take I take lowercase L's. I take real life L's. I don't feel like taking no digital L's. It's just like I pass on that. Oh, the, and those those lowercase L's is is what really will good uh, get people in their feelings. Oh yeah, you start take you start taking a series of lowercase L's. <laughs> they just add up to a big L at one point in time, and then you just in your feelings. You like maybe I'm not as cute as I thought. Yeah, really though, really though. But it's funny though, and I think the reason I thought of conservative thirst traps is because I know I know dudes out there that they ain't the most fittest dudes in the world. But I mean they they may. Be, been told by a few women, oh, you're handsome, you're cute. So 
they they in their car too. They taking selfies because somebody was telling me the other day yeah, they don't like when men take selfies. But I'm like, I mean, men gotta have their version of thirst traps too. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of where it comes from. It's and just, see, I have a theory. I think this is why God doesn't want me to get in shape. Go ahead. Because if I were to get in shape, I'm not wearing any clothes <laughs> anywhere. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna be in every picture. Jr. Smith. Jr. Smith. God. I would. I would go get many a tattoo too. Just. Just be out there. Jr. Smith. I'm. I'm gonna work this body for the next four or five years. Just Jr. Why not? Why not? It's... I don't know. I don't know. My, my stepdad was one time. Turn 28 or 29? Be 29. So you, when you're 30, then you're going to have to be something like that. Then. You yeah. Gotta, oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. Have shirt off. oh, definitely. Shirt off. Shirt off. <laughs> shirt off. Shirt off. All, all 30. All 30. <laughs> so but like, but like, my, like my stepdad, my previous stepdad, they're not married anymore. He was in his 50s, mid 50s, and he he was like somebody worked out every day. You know, he'd take his shirt off. Look at this cat. Like, damn, I, you, I would think you were. In your thirties, like you're built like a thirty year old man. That's so, pretty good. So that longevity is there. I mean, because it's worth it. It's those black jeans, you know. I mean, but you get there, you maintain it. It's worth it, man. Mm-hmm. And that's what. And I, and I even stopped eating two donuts and a kolache. I'm trying. Wow. I'm trying. You know how hard What'd that was for me. What you even reference today? I had um, bacon and eggs. That's not bad. It's not bad. You're cutting, like, cutting carbs. Like, cutting carbs. All you have bacon and eggs, don't you have bacon and eggs like sauce? Like no, 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 just bacon and eggs. Oh, okay, that's just good. Just bacon and eggs. That's good. That's yeah. real good, dude. My bad, my bad. Damn, I just, you tried, bro. I got Lower, it. Lowercase L. Lowercase L. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you was asking me something the other day. You was like, how when you're working on yourself, it offends other people. Oh, oh, oh. Because... People don't understand that you, you tell them, I, I need to take a step back. I need to work on me or, you know, I'm going through some stuff right now. I need to focus on me. And you, your, your contact with them might change a little bit. You may not, you not, may not be as cheerful when you see them or things like that. And then people come off like, damn, what did I do to you? What, what, what am I, you know, how, how, what did I do to you to make you not talk to me like you used to? Or why aren't you smiling and happy? And people, I think people fail to realize that when somebody's going through something, whether it's, Physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever, psychologically, however you want to um, define it. And they tell you, hey, I'm going to drop off the map for a little bit. I'm going to work on me. Or, you know, hey. And, I mean, they gave you the courtesy of telling you first and foremost. Because people ain't got to tell you shit about their own selves. But, and then you turn it and flip it to be about you. You know how much that pisses somebody off? It's ego. Like like what did I what did I do to you? It's like no, it's not you. I'm I'm letting I, I care about you enough to let you know. Mm-hmm. You know, take take that with it. You know, but it's like no, you just you're not cheerful anymore. You don't talk to me like you used to. What did I do to you? What did I do? It's not about you. It's about me. Like like can I can I live? That famous Ken Costanza line. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's <laughs> definitely me. <laughs> if it's anybody, it's me. me. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I guess I've never, I've never really just been that. Like a lot of times, if I'm in that situation with a person, and it it does end end to be like that, like it's 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 not you, it's 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 me. I don't know. Like I just, I think I'm a sort of a brash person. I probably just be like, I'm not gonna go back and forth with you. So I never really pay attention to how they act afterwards. But I do know people tend to do that just because it's sort of arrogance. It kind of people just kind of feel like whatever's not consistent in their environment has to do with them and it's just like I mean yeah you may piss me off from time to time but you're the least of my worries you know what I'm saying but I can honestly say if I was to break it down deeply 
yeah, I can probably say that you have a, a little bit to do with it, but at the end of the day, I'm stepping back from you for a reason because it's something bothering me. Maybe I can get over it, and it won't. And I'm stepping you. back. Not this probably not just you. I'm stepping back from a lot of people. Yeah, it you only see you, and I respect that because you only know what you see. But I'm stepping back from a lot of people. We know we deal with that a lot. You know that. Hey, we, we see it all the time on, on, on social media. People are like, I'm finna disappear. And I just be like, hey, man, you finna disappear. I mean, yeah, clearly it ain't me because you're telling the whole social media. So yeah, it's, it's it don't bother me. me. It's just, it just lets me know that, that you feel the need to, to, to back away from everybody uh, if that's what you're doing. But I, I personally think in this day and age, I mean, there's no such thing as truly being lonely. Just to, due to the simple fact it's so easy to connect to everybody. <sighs> I just I, have, I know people don't see, agree with that. Yeah, I know people don't agree with that, but me, I feel like it is. To me, you can connect with, with people and still be lonely. You if can you're be, dealing with people that aren't fulfilling to you, but yeah. out of 100, 200, 300 people that you're following on social media, if none of those people have that fulfilling lifestyle that you like to connect with, then you just, you just, you got problems. Out of two, three hundred people, one of those motherfuckers better be a fulfilling person. Some, you got to be linking with Cause them. Because I, I, trust me, I know what it feels like. To be in a situation where you're around certain people, it's just like you're even more alone. You're even more bored. You're even more like you just feel like, what the hell is going on? Like you, you can be around people and be lonely, but at the same time, like I said, you know who those people are, and you know who those people are that consistently make you feel that way. So out of two, three hundred people, <laughs> you should be. I always get a smile when I talk to this person. You should on. be able to have that. Reason. And I, half I, these I people can, will be following that. thousands, thousands will be following them. They're just a bunch of empty souls that's following you. Why are you following them? Then why are you allowing them to follow you? And then I think men and women will do that. Like I know this person is thirsty, and they're gonna give me the attention I want. They're gonna cheer me up. So let me let me take them for granted for a little bit, and just to get my feelings back in order. And then once I realize I still got it. All right, then I'm going to leave him alone. Gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. I, I see that happen a lot. I mean, that, that that pretty much brings me back to to the biggest topic of my of my past week that made me ask, what are feelings? You know what I'm saying? Because all that ties into, when, once you start stepping back and doing all this stuff and start feeling a certain way, to me, it's, it all comes back to what are feelings, really? And, and I, you know, me, I, if I get literal with something, I'm going... Define it. And feelings are an emotional state or a reaction. Okay. And it's also a belief, especially a vague or irrational one. And take that however you want to take it. But when I think about feelings, I was always told growing up and even I always told myself that feelings can be checked by you. You can check your feelings. I agree. That's why the famous quote going around nowadays is, get out your feelings. Because you can get out your feelings. You have total control of your feelings. People people try to deny that. People try to get around that fact. But you have total control of your feelings. That's why people meditate. That's why people, that's why people do things to... Uh, escape their feelings because they're not honestly escaping their feelings they're just realizing that their feelings are no longer going to take control anymore and they they banish them you had a uh, what's that dr strange quote that you that you like oh with the about the demons how we don't overcome our demons as more as we more so um live with them exactly and that's pretty much what feelings are like your feelings don't have to consume you you just learn to deal with them and you're just like at times you're like fuck it like i'm not gonna let that bother me no more but, and, and obviously, when we were having that conversation about can can a woman and a man 
be 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 mutual lovers or mutual sex partners or whatever and know uh, how is that going to be? And I'm just like, I don't understand how people get into a situation where they're like, okay, me and this person, we just cool. I never had no feelings for this person before, but all of a sudden a penis enters me or I enter her vagina and all of a sudden there are feelings. I don't. I truthfully don't understand why that is necessary to happen if your feelings are already in check. That's why I sit there and look at people. And I'm like, your feelings are not in check. You wanted to fall in love, like you wanted to. You wanted to let not love, but you wanted to let this lust take over. You wanted something more to happen because you were missing something in your life. Mm-hmm. Because more than likely, when you're fulfilled, there's no void in your life. You're not looking for anything like that. Like I say, like most 35, 36 year old women that I come across. They'd be straight blunt with you. They'd be like, you know, I gotta have those type of partners because I've been through so much. Like, if I just want some D, that's what I'm gonna get. You know what I'm saying? They have to. Their feelings don't have to be involved when you're two mature, rational people. That's why when you look at the definition of feelings, irrational ones is something that is in the definition because a lot of times it is irrational. It is something that you're not logically thinking through. Feelings don't just. They don't do that. All, all feelings are is, is a justification for your actions. This is why, why are you crying? My feelings are hurt. Why are you fighting? Because I'm angry. I got angry feelings. Exactly. Like, like why, why are you happy? Like, you know, I, I feel happy. That's all it is. It's, it's a justification for your feelings. And even in, like you say, when it comes to having sex with your friends or whatever, like, if you haven't crossed that line already to where you have more than just friendship Those feelings, feelings aren't real. Those, those feelings. <laughs> They're not. You know, you know that ahead of time. And then that's why that's why you can't just be hooking up with somebody you know has real feelings for you. Exactly. Those real feelings. You're it's not, dangerous. You're, yeah. not, you're never going to be able to put those to the side. Of course not. You're never going to be able to put but those to the side. But if you're, that's what, I mean, I hate to use this as an example, but I mean, we do have prostitutes out there. We do have escorts out there that have sex for money and they do have consistent clients. And if I could, I would ask them, how do you go about living your life, you know, knowing that, you know, you're dealing with this consistent client and you're never going to catch feelings and fall in love. And they're just, I'm pretty sure they're going to look at me like, it's business. Like, I'm putting my feelings to the side because this is business. My feelings are not going to pay the bills. But look, their feelings, you know, they don't have any of those feelings for these men because they, they're just like, this is a job for me. But those men, those consistent clients, mm-hmm. they love those women. Yeah, not all the time. You Sometimes you have it to where those consistent men are just out of town. They need, they need it. They need to get some. Just, and, then just, that, and then that loops it back to where you've never developed those feelings. Don't allow more. those feelings to you. It's very possible. You've, of course. You've, you've, you've kept it just a Everybody physical thing. Everybody has feelings, of it's, course. It's just a physical thing. Like, hey, I need to have, I want to have sex. I need you a release. I want to have sex. Can we have sex and it not be crazy? Possible. And, and, and that consistency may just come to the fact that the price is good. They know that when that that that, that schedule meets theirs, because uh, I'm a uh, I'm a businessman and I'm going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina for, for two days Every month, and I need it for them two days because I'm probably a nympho or something. Because there are people out there that literally, uh, like I was watching Black Snake Moan the other day, and there are people out there that literally only see sex as a release. It is a recreational activity. There are a lot of people out there that are like that. And there are plenty of men and women out there like that in this day and age that are only having recreational sex. They can sit there and lie and say they're, having, they're making love and all that bullshit. A lot of them just have recreational sex to pass the time, and because sex is fun, that's really sex, it. Sex is very fun. That's it. And people in this day and age where we live in, 
with sexual freedom. And sexual freedom came about mainly because of the, to me, if you really look at it, because of the feminist movement. We, in the 50s and the 60s, when it was man, work, woman, housewife, take care of the home, blah, 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 kind of how it is in the Bible or whatever, or how the Bible presents it to how it's supposed to be. You have the feminist movement growing, probably earlier than that, but the, the feminist movement is growing and they're saying, you know what, sort of like Amber Rose is doing, I'm tired of being just a housewife. I'm tired of not being able to have sex with whoever I want to without being called a whore, a slut, or a bitch. You know what I'm saying? They are tired of those things. And their fight for equality was basically, like I told Ash that one day, you're mad because in society, men aren't looked at as hoes because they have sex with numerous partners and y'all aren't. You're a player. You're, you're a you're mag. This, you're a mag. And, and like I say, I don't I don't look at that. And I'm, I'm not, I don't glorify that. I, you know I, what I'm saying? I think if you're a man, you have a lot of sex with people. You are a slut. You're all Of course. Whore, you are right? just like those women that do the same thing. But now, and since we're not allowed to say those things anymore, I'm not going to call you a whore anymore. I'm not going to call you a slut. But guess what? I'm not going to call that, mon- um, that man a whore or a slut anymore either mm-hmm. because now we live in a day and age of sexual freedom. So if everybody... Is 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 good if if women are gonna benefit off the sexual freedom movement that they started in the early fifties and sixties through the feminist movement, then men are gonna benefit off that too because not only can women be feminists, but men can be feminists too. Yeah, you know that's just that's just the all out fact. So in this new day and age of 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 sexual freedom, and as far as we've come, it 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 makes me laugh at the fact that. People still aren't grasping the fact that, hey, there's going to be some people out there that want to be celibate and they don't want to have sex with people. You're cool. We have no problem with you. We have some women out there that, you know what, they they, they believe in, you know, serial monogamy. They want to just only have sex with one person for this amount of time and they'll go to the next person. You have people out there that want to get married, only want to be, only want to have sex with that same person for the rest of their life. They want that. There are those people out there. With sexual freedom, with sexual liberties, that means you have the right to choose and you shouldn't be beaten down for it. You shouldn't have to take a blow to the head for wanting to sleep with multiple men or wanting to sleep with multiple women. We should be past that now. The fact that we're not past that just lets me know that it never should have even been an option then. It should have just been how it was in the 50s and 60s. But even even with that, like we, we still haven't fully accepted gay people. Of course not. It's like, it's like To me, it boils down to... I don't, I don't, I don't really care, care who you're having sex with. Me neither. Don't, don't touch me. It's like I tell people about racist people. You're racist all you want. You know what I'm saying? My boss can be racist. Make sure I get my check on time. Mm-hmm. Make sure you don't touch me. Make sure you don't call me out my name. We good. I, mean, I can't I, do nothing about that. And it's even to even even more than that. Like if 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 a gay person happens to come and hit on me, now nah, dude, you know I'm straight. You know and respect my boundaries. Just respect that. I'm not like because me personally. If you tell me that you're gay, or if I talk to a girl and she's like, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm a lesbian," or, or I'm a transgender, or what, whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I'm not finna go off the handle and, and try to assault you or anything. Hell no. There are people that do that. Hell yeah. People that, my people that get that drink in their system and they they're in Orlando and they're shooting up clubs and, oh, yeah. and they're 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 beating up on gays. Why? Because they they because of their sexual orientation. There's so much more to a person than their so skin much color, who they want to have sex with, who they voted for. Man, so much more. So much more. And, people, and and that's 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 my thing. 
if this is the one thing that you hate about him, I was like, well, talk to him. See what else you can figure out about him. Tell see what, you. see what, because there's bound to be something deeper that you can hate about him. It's scary. I'm pretty sure me and you can sit here and talk, and then I can find out something like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't agree with well on that. Oh yeah, because there's a lot that I don't like about you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just piggybacking off the Twitter for Twitter because you you pressed up, so I just wanted to bring that back. <laughs> I just, I think that was necessary. I don't know. Just, just keep this going. <laughs> no, but for real though. Just keep this going. At the end of the day, like I said, sexual liberties are in place for a reason. So if we're gonna be if we're gonna be talking about sexual freedom, stop trying to chastise people for for doing what they want to do. But at the end of the day, hey, it's a free, yeah, we live in America. Freedom of speech. If I want to call you a slut, I'm gonna call you a slut. And if it bothers you, hey, toughen up. I'm not gonna call you a I'm, slut. I'm not gonna call you a and, whore. And, and even in that situation, just flip it back on him. You, you, you fucking serial monogamous. You, you just, you just want to sleep with one person for the rest of your life. life. For the rest of your life. What You're kind sick. of, what kind of disgusting human being are you? <laughs> do you see, do you see any animals just sleeping with one person for the rest of their Man, life? Man, I swear, what three percent of the animal uh, population are monogamous? And then, and then they're gonna hit you with some justification like, oh well, that's what I believe in. That's what I feel is right. Okay, that's there what, you have it. And that's one you believe and, that I believe me, so you know whatever. Real talk, and there ain't there is nothing honestly that you can do nowadays to try to sway somebody's opinion from their belief right now, especially when they're pretty much nearing their middle age. They're pretty much stuck. They're pretty much who they are. You're not going to get much people to 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 go from Christian to atheist at 33. It's, it had to, it had it had to be something like they lose their mom to cancer and they're like God where were you yeah you know so it has to be something heartbreaking like that but other than that stuff just ain't happening like that it's people out there that are are Christians or Muslims or whatever like that and they can have all the proof in the world that the belief system that they're following is pure crap hogwash and they're still gonna follow it just because it's embedded in them so deep they were born into it how how can I switch now I'm gonna look stupid. Yeah, you know, so it is what it is. Legendary line, it is what it is. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> Why do we treat people like we owe them? Oh man, I'm I'm a, I'm the I'm the king of that. <laughs> I'm the king of that. I hate when I do that, but I'm the king of that. It's it, I, I find it because like some people are just caring people. And exactly, then, and then you just kind of like I, I don't, I don't want this person out here feeling bad based off something that I've done or a way that I've made them feel, and then it ends up actually putting yourself in a compromising situations. Exactly, it, you, because because you're trying to you're trying to you're trying to make everybody else happy, and that you just start making your own self take a back seat. I, I believe in focus on yourself, focus on yourself, focus on yourself, focus on yourself. Make sure you're happy first, no matter what. Make sure you're happy first because. Once you start, once you start treating people like, man, they did this for me, I need to do that for them, or maybe you didn't even do, maybe they didn't even do anything for you, but for some reason you feel it in your heart to treat them a certain way because poly society says you have to treat them a certain way, you put an unneeded pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. It's just it it doesn't make any sense, and I I think we do that because of societal pressures more than likely. I feel like. Like I said, and and people's perception of you, you want them to have a good perception of you, and if you know that you've ha- left this person out here hurting, you know you're gonna like, well, well, crap, you know. So I mean, some people you just don't give a fuck what they think about you, but the majority of people that come to your life that you interact with, you care how they feel about you. Of course, of and course. so you will go. I'm not gonna say out of your way, but you'll go the extra mile, and and say, you know, well, I want this person to, you know, I don't want there to be any bad blood between us. Of I course, don't. and I do that personally. Like I, I 
damn near pride. I'm not going to say pride myself, but, you know, I keep it to a point where it's like, I don't want you to be able to say, well, Jay did me wrong or Jay did me this way or Jay did me that way. Because it's it's an ego thing. It's an ego thing. I'd like people to say good stuff about me, whether I'm there or not. I can live with a person not liking me, but I don't want to absolutely hurt someone like deliberately knowing I could have avoided hurting them, like cheating on a person and knowing damn well I left enough evidence to get caught or or um, just straight up lying to a person, knowing damn well I'm probably going to get caught. Just putting myself in a situation where if I get caught, somebody's heart is going to get broken. I can't do that with deliberate acts of malice. I can tell somebody straight up, I don't really want to fuck with you no more, blah, blah, or me and you, blah, blah, or just straight up, you are the type of person I, I, I want to avoid or I'll avoid a person. I'll do things like that before I ever just deliberately break a person's heart with my actions. It's, it's hard to do that. Shit happens, though. Yeah. You know, shit happens, you know, but either way, focus on yourself. Take that, care. That's not even worse advice. I'm just, that's just, <laughs> that's me telling you if you feel like you're treating somebody like you owe them, then you probably need to focus on yourself a little bit more and you'll probably realize, hey, I'm not even, I'm not even in a position to treat this person. Why am I treating this person better than I treat myself? People do that a lot. People do do that a lot. I be watching people all the time. Like, people compliment, women especially, women compliment other women before they compliment them damn, they damn selves. Like, I'll see a woman that is beautiful and she'll never talk about her beauty or she don't even think she's beautiful. She won't think she's cute. She'll probably put herself down more than she actually bigs herself up. But then next thing I know, you look you look at her her phone. She's probably a screenshot of some other woman. L. Varner. Yeah. Freaking that's, Kate Michelle. That, that's what your background like, is. Like, why are you obsessed with this person's beauty not knowing that? I mean, honestly, it's just money that has them looking like that. But you standing in front of me look good. Yeah. You're a good looking person. And we talked about that. You know the definition of beauty. And, and you see it now like like. They're calling these "quote unquote" plus size models that are now popping. I was like, you "Mean regular people?" Regular people. <laughs> you talking about humans? Yes. We we've, we've been plus size in the south forever. Come on, you know forever. that's that's why it kills me when when women out here get insecure because they're they're in the midst of somebody that's probably in shape or somebody that doesn't carry themselves like they do. And like I said, man, I just it everybody has their different reason for not wanting to be chubby or thick you know what I'm saying some people just or not wanting to be skinny you, you have or, people that will struggle to gain weight exactly you know and appreciate who you are simple as that simple as that you got any words of advice oh um my words of advice um check out who you're around if you if you're trying to get married running around with your single friends ain't gonna get you married if you're trying to get into college Damn. running around with your bum friends ain't gonna get you into college <laughs> it's just not it's just not it's crazy you the, hanging with the dope dealers aren't aren't gonna get you into college. If you want to be a hoop star, hanging with the football players isn't gonna make you a basketball star. Just just common sense. It isn't. Check check your surroundings. Like to go to the next level, you need to be with the next level. Hang with the next level until you get on that level, and then you go up to the next level. But just you know, be aware of your surroundings. That's what I got. That's real. Uh, I basically I'm probably still talking about feelings. Um, I'm just gonna say once again. Know how to check your feelings because a lot of people out there are making me laugh at the fact that you can be dealing with a man or woman that treats you like a king or queen, taking you out to eat, listening to your bullshit, 
best communicator in the world. You call him your best friend. All right. And then all of a sudden, when the table is turned, you're looking like, why am I single? Why don't I have anybody? You know, I'm trying to, you know, marry this man that's going to be my best friend. And at the end of the day, man and woman, you have that best friend in front of you and you're just overlooking them. And then all of a sudden, some, some random, some random nigga, some random female come through, lay the pipe to you or give you some, some good, some, you know, some good loving. And then you fall in love with that person, but then and they don't be shit. You know, all I'm saying is make sense of your feelings nowadays. And once again, you have control of your feelings, so make sense of them. Look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you really don't have people around you that are worth loving, that are worth that chance. Because a lot of y'all do, and y'all are lying to them, lying to yourselves, acting like they don't exist when they really do. So once again, check your feelings and be real with yourself. And even going into 2017, be real with yourself. Because I'm going to preach that for the next two or three episodes. 2017, I'm going to keep saying this. Y'all need to start getting more realistic because y'all keep lying to yourselves, and that's unattractive. It did, that did remind me of a meme that I seen where it's like the, the baby looking up, and he's like, um, the girl goes, um, the girl's going, oh, no, I can't be with you. You're my best friend. Oh, it was yeah. like 20 minutes later, I want to marry my best friend. Come <laughs> Just on, looking like, all confused. Like, like I want to marry my best friend. Uh, He's right there. <laughs> oh, maybe he maybe because he doesn't have the looks. Which is proof that people fall in love with their eyes. Because a lot of times so. people only fall in love with what their preference is. Not knowing that this little romantic, chubby, light-skinned, bald-headed dude or whatever he may be. He may be the exact opposite of what you want, but he's probably what you need. You yeah. know what I'm Because a lot of y'all females don't be needing what y'all think y'all... Y'all don't be needing what y'all think y'all want. Bottom line. Bottom line. Grow up, all y'all. Men and women. I mean, you can't say much after somebody lays down the bottom line, except this has been No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?